Good evening, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope everyone's having a wonderful evening so far. This is Jay El Maestro, founder of Don't Let Me Your Identity, and I am super excited today because I have a special guest. This person is very special, near dear to my heart. This is my uncle, Gilbert Alicea, also known as Belti. So, Belti, thank you for making time to be with me tonight. Uh, it's a pleasure having you here on our show and having the listeners be able to hear your story. Um, I'm going to have you just kind of just share again who you are. Why don't we start off with uh, your upbringing, kind of share your story of where were you born, a little bit of history on that, and how you ended up in Chicago, and we'll kind of take it from there. Very good to be here, Jason. I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you. So I know this, but I want the listeners to know where were you born, and why don't you tell us a little bit about your upbringing? How did that help you, form you, shape you to who you are today? Well, I was uh, I was born in Puerto Rico, in Quebradilla. Um, I uh, lived there for until I was 17, and then I came to uh, Chicago. Um, I had this my my uh, friend and I we uh, we wanted to uh, go to uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and we had this uh, crazy idea that uh, we were going to move um, and, and start our own thing in, in in Cleveland, Ohio. And I asked my dad. And my dad is like, hey, uh, listen, if, if you're going anywhere, uh, it's not going to be Cleveland, Ohio, because there's no one there that you can be with. There's no family members. And uh, so I told my friend, I said, uh, listen, I don't think it's going to happen because dad is not going to let me go. So uh, I kept insisting. I kept telling my dad, I said, hey, I want to go. You know, I'm ready to, to, to get out of here, you know. And I was only 17 17, I didn't even finish high school, to be honest with you. And I decided that, uh, you know, I wanted to make money. That, that was my main concern. I, I was tired of living. and I was. We ha- we always had food on the table, but, you know, you know where we come from. We, we, we locked. Uh, we, I wanted to prosper. You know, I wanted more things in life. And I, uh, I kept insisting. And my dad got to a point where he's like, hey, you want to go somewhere? I let you go, but it's either going to be Florida or Chicago. You could pick because I have a Jaime was in uh, my older brother was in in Florida, and and your dad was here in Chicago. So when that time came, I uh, Jaime called me up and said, "Hey, there's no jobs over here. You can't come over here." Oh wow! So I was like, "Man, you serious?" And I had already told everyone. In my in my class, I'm leaving. I had already said goodbye to everybody. I was already I was ready to go, you know. So uh, I didn't want to go through the embarrassment of, of not going anywhere. So right. I uh, I I call your dad and because uh, Chicago, I didn't think of Chicago as, as much as I did Florida. I was right. kind of favoring Florida because of the weather, being like Puerto Rico and stuff. Yeah. So I uh, I said, nah, hey man. Uh, it, I ended up calling your dad, and, and your, your dad said, well, why don't you come over here on a, like on a vacation and see how you like it, you know? And I'll be honest with you, I came over here. I that's what You guys were little, you know, yeah. you and Eileen, and uh, I uh, I loved the weather. I came, I think it was August 18 of 1989 or 88, I think 89. Okay. And... Uh, and, and, and I loved it. I've been here. 
I've been here since. Wow. You know, I feel like every day we learn something because for me, I don't remember you sharing with me about uh, Cleveland. So to me, that's that's new. So I'm surprised that uh, that was part of the plan. And I didn't even realize that Florida was an option. I don't blame you for selecting that to, to be one of the first places to go to. As you shared, it, it relates a lot to Puerto Rico with the climate and so on. And so you decided to make the move. You came out here for a trial period, and it sounds like you ended up loving it because you're still here today. Yeah, I mean, I I started working. Uh, um, actually, your mother hooked me up with a job. Um, she uh, she hooked me up with Mr. Dumas. Okay. Mr. Dumas owned a cleaning company. All right. And um, I uh, I I started there, and. And it, it was it was a good it was a good uh, experience because um, he had like four employees, and these guys had to do you know the like the first floor, second floor, and to me being that I always kind of not not to you know uh, give myself a pat in the, in the back, but to me hard work has always been something that that I look forward to do. You know I. I my father taught us how to work and, and do what you can, the best that you can, you know. And uh, so I started working there, cleaning the floors. So I would, you know, clean the floors and in and, and a very short time to the point where this guy ended up getting rid of some of his employees and left me by myself there, you know, <laughs> which wow. I don't know if I was good. But, I mean, I was getting things done, you know, and he saw it and... Um, so I, I, I started working at the building uh, for the gas company. Okay. And uh, that's that's where, where, that was my first job. And it was so, it was kind of funny too, because I was still kind of young, immature, 17 years old. I got busted jumping rope. Uh, <laughs> I brought a go-kart to work and I got caught, you know, <laughs> playing with my go-kart in the yard. And, uh, and, and, and it was, it was a good learning experience because... I didn't know the language, you know, and they, you would tell me, go get a broom, I bring a shovel, you know, <laughs> or, or you send me to get something and I'll bring something else. And and, and I was like, wow, man, uh, this was, it was, uh, it was a learning experience. It was a learning experience. And that's one of the things that I admire most because I know that when you and I connected, I said I had to have you on my podcast because I wanted the listeners to hear your story because you came here from Puerto Rico not knowing the, the, the English language, knowing primarily Spanish, and to see how you started, you know, it sounds like doing some janitorial work and to where you're at today, I feel like you have a lot of success and there's a lot of people out there that might hold themselves back from relocating or are here now trying to, to figure things out and don't even know the English language yet and may think to themselves, you know what, I want to quit, I want to give up. But I want them to know that don't think that way because you face similar battles and look at where you're at today. To me, you've accomplished a lot. You have a beautiful family. You have your home. You've, you've had uh, a business opportunity at one point and you've you've taken, you know, the leaps of faith and no matter what you faced in life, you've always make it a point to always continue to strive to for the better for you and your family. And that's something I truly admire and love about you as my uncle. And that's why I wanted many to hear this. So going back to that experience, 
you started with Duma's company and, and it sounds like you were able to help him increase his profit margins by eliminating some of the staff members because of the amount of work you were doing uh, in, a, in a short period of time. So he realized that you're a true asset to him. At what point did, you know, were you there and then you transitioned to the gas company? Well, I I, uh, I kept working with him, right? And um, got, at that time, I got I had gotten married uh, very short after that. Okay. And um, my wife uh, was having a baby, and I felt that hey, I need to I need to get a better job. I was only making four fifty an hour. Wow. And I was like, man, I, I really need to make some more money to to provide for a family. You know, I was a young. Uh, Young teenager, basically, with 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 uh, about to have a kid, you know, and um, so I uh, I used to see this guy. He was like a big boss for the gas company every day, and I would see him and always greet him, you know, and say, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, like the little English that I learned, I put it into practice. Okay. You know, I had no shame, and you know, I yeah. learned with you. You you guys were. <laughs> You guys were the causes, you know, who helped me out learning the language was you and Eileen, because wow. I was not embarrassed to speak to you guys because you guys were little. So I was able to communicate with you guys. You guys were really the, the people that I practiced the language with. Wow. So, uh, so I, I spoke to that guy and I asked him, I, I said, hey, you know, I, I need a, I need to, I have went to downtown to apply for the job. And in downtown, they say, you need a recommendation from somebody, like what they call, you need to have a, a scoop, you know? So I came back and I asked him, and there was another supervisor and some other people that I make friends with. Uh, that's why it's always important, I think, that in life, you need to, wherever you go, you need to treat people with respect, greet people. You know, like coming back from uh, being raised in Puerto Rico, we have a... Uh, manners that I see the world today have lost this manner, which is the good morning, saying good morning to people, saying good afternoon to people, hey. uh, nodding your head like good morning, you know, yeah. uh, letting them know, acknowledging people when they there, you know, and yes. I think that played a role uh, because when I asked him, I said, I went downtown, I asked for uh, a recommendation and they said that, um, uh, they, they said that uh, uh, that I needed somebody to, to help me out. You know, I need a scoop. So one of the bosses said, well, I don't think they're hiring right now. That's what the boss said. One of, there was two of them in there, actually. And the other one, which is the one that I uh, come across more often, he threw a pad of paper and said, hey, Gilbert, put your name and your phone number, and I called on town for you. And he did. He called on town. I got the job in three days. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. The power of network, of knowing people within your, your your group or work or so on, how that extra you know hand could always go a long way. So that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that piece. I also didn't realize that, you know, Eileen and I were the support on the, the dominating the English language and Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know, I was able to communicate with someone. I think that anyone that wants to learn English, you need to find somebody that, that can allow you to uh, uh, just just say something, you know, like yeah. where you can communicate and and, and, uh, and begin to lose the fear, you know. That's yeah. huge. That's yeah. huge because I know that there's many out there that 
have the fear and don't allow themselves to grow and, and be able to learn it and so on. So to find someone, I think that's a key lesson you're sharing right now for those that are listening is find someone that you can feel that comfort to practice. And, you know, it's not going to happen overnight and it'll take time, but, you know, it, it helps to take uh, that next step and eliminate that fear. So also in three days, you got the career at People's Gas. And today now you're celebrating how many years there? 28. 28 years. Wow. I'm sure you have a lot of stories to share with your experience and history there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been it's been pretty good. It, it, the 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 learning process there, um, you know, the the English bearing was a, a big uh, uh, stepping stone. You know, uh, it was something that um, it was another stage of my life, but it was also a great race. I went from 450. To 9:54 an hour. Wow, you know, that's great. Um, that was a, a big jump. I was able to provide for my family. You know, I was able to uh, to buy a house. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, that I bought a few real estate and um, and make some really good money in that field. You know, um, so I, I uh, as I started there. It was funny because the guys would tell me, go go tell that guy to give you this. And one time he says, go get me the pipe stretcher. Mm-hmm. And and me being naive about pipe stretcher, there's no such tool as a pipe stretcher. You can't stretch a piece of pipe. You can't stretch a piece <laughs> of pipe, you know? Yeah. So it was a joke, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and yeah, I had to, I had to work hard. It was hard labor, you know, uh, the weather. You know, being that I'm from Puerto Rico, you know, like we get cold, man. Oh, yeah. And I had to be out there in the cold digging holes. That was for the first few years. You got to dig by hand. You got to break the streets. You got to do what you got to do physically. So I began to drink a lot of uh, uh, a lot of milk and chocolate milk to yeah. put on some weight and muscle weight yeah. in order to keep up with this kind of work. But yeah, yeah but it was pretty cool, you know. That that's you know that's impressive because you know I know for me born and raised here in Chicago uh, with that the weather we face I don't know if I could last that many years outside so you're brave and, and strong to be able to do this for th- these many years <laughs> yeah it's, it's getting a little uh, harder as I get older it, it's getting a little harder uh, I struggle in the winter time a little bit I'm, I'm more tired at the end of the day. Uh, I'm beat up from the from just being outside. Even though now I'm in a position where I do less labor, sure. Um, still facing the cold, you know, the cold weather. Your body is is, is fighting the temperature, you know. And uh, at the end of the day, there's days when I feel pretty exhausted uh, from just just being outside, you know. It's mm-hmm. but uh, hopefully uh, I got five more years left, <laughs> you know, if I if I want to, pretty much. Okay. Uh, um, so I'm almost at the end of my career, my last five years. Um, God willing, I'm gonna retire and and enjoy life. Yes, you know you're still young enough to do Looking forward to to do other things. You know, yeah. not not just uh, stop working, but I'm looking forward to to do something else with, uh, with my life. Oh, you know. So you 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 went from. A little over four dollars an hour to nine fifty, was it nine fifty? And then now, I mean, you don't have to share your 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 salary with those, but I mean, I'm I'm sure it's been a blessing up to today. 
how much opportunities you've had to grow and, and increase that salary year after year and, and put yourself in a better position for you and your family. Oh, yeah. It has been like a like a 3% increase every year after year, you know. And um, and uh, it, it has been... Uh, it was funny because it, um, after the fourth year, there was another position open. And I needed to become a chauffeur number two. A chauffeur number three, I think it was the title back then. And I needed to get the CDL license. And um, you know that uh, you had, um, you remember, I don't know if you remember, your father had this Trans Am. Uh, yes, I do. That, um, yeah. that he really loved, right? And The T-top. <laughs> and he, he asked me to drop you guys off at school. And on my way back, I had an accident. You know, one of the things, that obstacles that, that I had to deal with in the course of all this was that I was really eager to get this this license because it was going to be another fine race. It was going to be a $5 an hour race again, you know? Wow. And um, so what happened was that when I had the accident, I didn't realize this. This uh, the other driver had put a lawsuit against me, and I never knew about it. I never received the papers for that were never served. And so I went to uh, for the for the license, and they said that I had a lien against my license. So I'm like, well, what is it about? She went off. I investigated the case so to see, you know, investigated a little further to see what what was it. And I, uh, they said that it had to do with uh, the accident. And okay. so I we I had to call the insurance company at that time. It was State Farm. And the insurance company uh, said, well, we already made a settlement with them. Okay. So I had to forward the paperwork and all this back to State Farm and said, no, look, they put a lien against me now, you know. Okay. And since I was insured by State Farm, they take care of they take care of it. So I was able to get the license and got myself another fight out of race. Oh, that's you great. Know? Yeah. Uh, and all this within a month. I had to take care of it within a month because the, the time was, was important. Yes. So I was able to get that taken care of. That was another experience, you know, another, uh, you know, stepping stone. And uh, yeah, but yeah. Now I know you mentioned that, um, you know, you you shared earlier on how you you were able to, uh, you know, get this new role, get that pay increase, get your first property, and then you've also were able to make income in in the real estate field. What year was it that you were able to successfully? get your real estate license and pursue a part-time career doing that? Um, the real estate, I was about, um, I think it had to be like a 19, um, had to be like 96. Okay. 1996. I, I went and got the, the real estate license. Uh, actually, it took me like four times, Jason. Mm-hmm. To pass that test, you know, being that I wasn't, uh, I was not a, a school person, you know, uh, I I read, but uh, I read subjects that I like to, you, you know, if I don't like the subject, I ain't gonna read about anything, you know. But yeah, um, so I I decided, you know what, I'm gonna get this license, and and your father one day told me that, ah, you're not gonna get it. You know, he was kind of, I think it was his way of, of uh, pushing me, you know, yeah. by using, uh, 
the uh, reverse psychology. Reverse psychology, and and it worked. It worked because I w- I wanted to prove him. You know yeah. that, that what he said. Sure. You yeah. know. So I I I study. I bought a book with about five thousand questions that could be in your real estate real estate exam. You know. Right. And I I went to work. I I was determined. I need to get this. You know. And um, and I I went and pa- finally the fourth time I passed. The first time I got a sixty-eight. You need a seventy. The second time I got like a fifty-six. Okay. So it was a complete drop. The third time I got another 68. Wow. I was like a kick in the rear end. And then the the last time I passed it, obviously I don't even know what score I got because they don't give you the score if you pass, you know? Right. They just said pass, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I was... I think know. that's great that you're able to, you know, be transparent and, and allow the listeners to hear that you were able to get the license and, and not, not be... Um, timid to share how many times it took you because I believe that in life no matter what you face we don't fail I believe it's a learning experience that we encounter and as, as long as you replace that word fail with something of what did I learn from it or learn um, you know you, you did that obviously and, and that to me is a huge win and that many that are listening to this should you know take that into consideration whatever you're facing in your life whether it be a, a state exam or an exam in school just because you fail, don't allow that to hold you back. Continue to try. And yeah, you, you I mean, look at it like this: you fail if you stop trying. Yeah. You know, that's that's when you fail. Yes. If you if you let's say for instance you took a test and you you got to go back again. You know. Yeah. Now the minute that you give up in life, mm-hmm. and if hey, who knows? Sometimes there's people out there that try something, mm-hmm. you couldn't pass that test. Uh, and and you say, well, this is this is not for me. I mean, you might be right. You know, don't 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 stop. Don't let that stop you from trying something else. You yes. know, you might not. Not everybody was was born to be a, a teacher. You know, not everyone is is born to be a doctor. Not everyone is born to be. You can only know unless you try different things. You know, so uh, sometimes people get criticized. Oh, this guy keeps trying this and that. So what? You know, yeah. I mean, how would how are you supposed to ever get something straight if you don't try? You know, right. so it's like a, what was it, a Rocky? You know, it's not how hard how hard you you. Uh, you know, I'm missing it too because I I remember that line in the movie, and I'm a huge Rocky it, fan. It's not how hard you get hit, but you know, um, it's how many times you get hit and get back up or something like that. Something along those lines, but yeah, I, I I chopped that one, but uh, no worries. <laughs> But I can't even remember it. And I'm, I'm a huge Rocky fan, but I, I, I get where you're going with it. You know, you're going to get hit hard. I mean, I think even Les Brown says, hey, uh, you could fall down, but make sure you land on your back so you could get back up, you know, <laughs> something like that along those lines. But, um, you know, and, and you share something there too of value. For Again, you know, I want to highlight that because those are things that obviously I, I, I look up to you and I love you as my uncle and more so like a big brother because you've been a part of my life since a young age obviously and um and i know that growing up i would always look forward to our conversations and spending time with you and and nani at your house and you know when when i tell people sometimes we don't realize the memories we create with our loved ones and i feel that you've created a lot of great memories with me and um you've every time you had an opportunity that you looked at in life uh 
what I admired most was the fact that you would, you would always tell me, Jay, I found the opportunity that's not only going to help me, but help the Aliseas. So you've always had that special place in your heart that it was nothing about greed or selfishness. It was how can I give back to help my family and get us out of that poverty, you know, because like you said, back home, we, you know, your parents, my grandparents are amazing people, uh, share great value, taught us great lessons, but they had a life where, you know, it was a, a struggle, you know, with a big family. It's hard, you know, 11 kids, you can't expect to, to be raised with, uh, you know, I guess that silver spoon, but there was all the teachings that were there. And I feel that, uh, you know, there was a lot of good things there with the family and, and with what you shared, you know, you said, hey, I didn't finish high school, but you know, you're a person that you're looking to strive to always do the best in your life and always to do better for you and your family. And you said, hey, I wasn't into, you know, I wasn't into school, but you, it sounds like you self-educate and you do that through the books you read and so on. And you took the, the real estate exam four tries, but you didn't give up and you, you were able to successfully pass. And through that, you've made the opportunity to make great income on the side, along with what you're doing with People's Gas. And you've also owned several properties. I mean, going from someone that came here as a young man and teenager to not knowing English, to learning the language, to getting yourself in a good career and then not stopping yourself. Like when I think of don't limit your identity and not limiting ourselves, you definitely fit that role because you never limited yourself and you still don't to this day. You said, hey, I I could retire in five years, but it doesn't stop there. So it always seems to me like it, it, it's just getting started because there's always something better for you, which is phenomenal. With the real estate side, for those that are listening, total throughout the years, how many homes have you had? I know I remember growing up two of them, you know, Kildare and there was one before Kildare. I but, had uh, Kildare, Wellington, <coughs> um, Kildare and Wellington, that was one. Um, I had uh, 1142 um Catville. I had uh fourteen eighteen La Trobe. I had uh uh twenty four oh three twenty four place. I had uh twenty four seventeen on Ridgeway. That was uh the big building on Ridgeway. Um I had um what else I had? I think that was uh the, what I remember. Then he decided to shift over to the was it Schaumburg you went to first or then I, I went, yeah, then I went uh, 22 OE Kensington and Schaumburg. So, yeah, uh, I had a few a few uh, properties that I that I purchased, and, um, and, I, and it was a good learning experience with all yeah. of that. I think that I, I would like to get back into real estate and, and, and uh, make it happen again. Yeah. With, with a better head in my shoulder. Sure. You know? so. And I think, you know, I asked that because, again, I just want to highlight that Someone like yourself that came here just knowing Spanish and you learned the language, you got yourself in a good place, you've owned multiple properties. And even at one point, you you took a, a leap of faith to launch uh, a fitness center. You know, what was your experience around that? You know, what made you decide to do it? And looking back, what did you learn from it? You know, the, the, the fitness idea, it was a crazy idea, okay. you know, um, because it was a business that I didn't even, all I knew, I knew how to work out maybe, you know, do some exercise. Sure. But, you know, it was one of those things that I thought I could make some money with this. <laughs> I didn't I didn't bother learning about the business. I didn't bother about learning of anything. I just went ahead and, and, and did it. You know, one of those things that, I mean, I, at first, 
when I purchased the franchise, they said you needed to have uh, like, I think it was like a $25,000 startup or something like that. And at the end of the whole thing, I ended up coming up with about $300,000 for the whole project, you know? Oh, wow. And uh, this was money that I was able to get from some of those buildings that I had, you know? The, the total investment, I could have bought a McDonald's with it, you know? Wow. So, and what I could tell you that I learned from this experience, when I went to Skokie, the village of Skokie treated me uh, really, uh, I felt... You know, this was an experience I had where I felt kind of uh, as if they were discriminating. Okay. Uh, they kept saying that it was over one parking space, but come on, you know, one parking space. And then uh, the, the, the experience of dealing with the village, you know, you have to have your facts together. You have to, uh, uh, sometimes when, when there's times you need a lawyer's job, let the lawyer do your job. You know, sometimes you need a professional And that's one of the things that I learned in life, that sometimes there's some things that you're going to be able to take care of, but there's some things you got to hire a professional to do for you. You know, okay. that, that's what I, my mindset today, that um, if, if I'm going into any business, like right now I, I do a little bit of a, a marketing and online marketing, and I'm learning about the business. I'm going deep into this because it's something that it's, progressive and I, I see it as a potential and I don't have to leave my house you know I'm getting older I don't have the same drive to go out and, and you know I would like to purchase property but I also want to have a management team in place to do it I kind of know a little more about you know the management side of things and I'm learning like you said you know like I I'm educate myself through uh, reading and and Nowadays, YouTube is it's a, it's a great source of information. Uh, what we're doing here, you know, podcast. Uh, yeah. You you learn so much. People can learn from the experience. You know, you I, I learn everything about real estate. You know, uh, having good credit, how important it is. If you're going into buying a building, how important it is. Some people say, oh, you could buy uh, real estate with no money down. I did all that. You know, I did it. But then here's what you got to keep in mind, too. It's not just be blind about it. It's to know that if, if your furnace breaks down, do you have to, to do you have where to go to repair that furnace? If your roof starts leaking and the look the, when you bought it, the roof looks perfect. But all of a sudden you start getting a drop from you from la, from a light bulb. This happened to me. Okay. And. Next thing you know, this was a $14,000 job that needed to get taken care of. One of the tenants, for instance, one of the tenants called the uh, the city because she was upset that I, I, I helped her out, you know, for several months. And then I said, listen, next year, I can't do this anymore. And you say I, help her out. How did you help her out? I, I bear with her when she didn't have the rent. I understand. You know, yes. she didn't have the rent for this month or the next month. And instead of giving her the five-day notice... I bear with her and, and felt sorry. You know, sometimes in business, you can't feel sorry. It's it just, I mean, it sounds bad, but uh, there's a place and time for everything. You know, you rely, this piece of property is a business. Yeah. You rely on this $500. That might be the, the $500 that get you. Uh, it's it's going to be the $500 that go into your pocket. Yeah. 
that's your 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 income right or sometimes that five hundred dollars could offset your mortgage payment you know yeah and when you give it to somebody else it's coming out of your pocket if you cannot afford it you can't afford to do those type of you know what i'm saying so it's not that you 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 know we always have a good heart for people we always try to help people and that is great but you know you have to always keep in mind that when you get into real estate it's a business your bank is not going to wait or or be considered to those things so you have to treat it as a business you got to understand that and you know Keep in mind that, you know, you see a lot of programs, a lot of people telling you out there how, how to buy properties. And there's a million, there's a million way of skinning a cat, yeah. you know. But uh, buying properties, you could do it with no money down, definitely. But be mindful that things could always break down. So have a, a line of credit or, or, or credit card, some sort of uh, funding for emergencies. Because these things happen, and then you'll be facing a financial crisis because you ended up putting yourself in a situation that you don't want to be in, you know? So I understand, yeah. That's something to be... like that. I like that. So, you know, that's great nuggets you're sharing there as far as, uh, you know, I, I took away always being a student, you know, looking at ways to self-educate yourself through books, through, you know, certain platforms like YouTube, podcasts. And then if you're looking to get into real estate... You know, knowing that uh, things can take place and, well, not can, it, it will. It's just a matter of when and make, positioning yourself to be well prepared for it when that time comes, how to handle it. So those are great tips you shared there. What, um, before I continue on, I, I do want to say that, you know, when I heard you say, hey, I got married. My wife was about to have our first child. So I had to get something that would allow me to be able to support our family more. It's funny because now you're celebrating the fact that you have a grandson who just recently joined us. So that, that's exciting. Why don't you talk a little bit about that experience right now? Yeah, that was, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a living, living again. You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, um, when I saw my grandkid being born, uh, it brought me back to how quick time passes, yes. you know? As I was looking at him, I'm seeing my daughter being born again, you yeah. know, and it was, uh, it, it was, it's pretty, pretty deep, you know, it, it's, uh, it took me back because I, I worked nights a lot of my years and I missed out a lot in my little girl. And those are days that you never gain back, you know, and when you do, when you, when you, when you reflect later on in life. Uh, you know, of your youth, you you think of those things that you didn't before. You know, like you have your little girl here uh, today, and, and and she's precious. You know, and this is the most beautiful thing that that people have. You know, you could make all the money in the world. You could make. Uh, you could have a great uh, financial life, but if you don't have this, you know. That's, these are things money cannot buy, you know. Yeah. The love of your child, the experience of, of having a, a family that's united. You know, I, I believe that. Uh, I I know I love my kids dearly, and they love me. You know, and that's something that money can't buy. Yeah. You know, 
So they are, they are having the grandkid now, man. I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. It's beautiful. Uh, the kid looks like an angel, <laughs> you know. And, and he sure is adorable. I'm really, really excited about it. I got plans for that little guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's awesome. So, that's awesome. I mean, the reason why we're doing our interview today, it, it's, it, you know, Don't Let Me Your Identity, how it came about, how it started. For those that are listening on for the first time, it, it's like you said, my little girl, my, my beautiful daughter, Jelani, who's sitting with us and listening to the interview. You can say hi if you want. Say hi. Hi. If you didn't hear her, she said hi to you all. But um, she encouraged me. I believe that God uses people in our lives to inspire us to get out of our comfort zone. And she did exactly that. Where um, December of 2018, she was sharing with me that uh, a young girl lost her father in a movie she's watching. And... She was about to break down crying because she notices the little girl's watching videos of her dad and says, Dad, if you happen to die, I have no videos of you. So that's how I started creating content, uh, Word of the Day. So there's a YouTube channel, Don't Limit Your Identity. And through all social media platforms, I share these, these, these videos of the Word of the Day. And on this podcast as well, for those that continue to follow, you, you see that each day, or at least as often as I can, I try to deliver uh, Word of the Day content on there. But... Where I'm going with this is that uh, our, our children inspire us and, and they're a great deal to us. And, you know, there was, there was a gentleman that if he happened to listen, Rudy Ortiz, I want to say thank you to you because years back, this guy shared with me. He's like, Jay, sometimes in life we, we get caught up in, in work and it gets busy. But he says, the best advice I could give you is always create memories. Whether it be that your daughter loves for you to tickle her or play with her make it a point to always do that and that's something i've been trying to make a, a practice on a day-to-day basis when i get home no matter how tired i am try to d- make some time because like you said it's it just by a blink of an eye now and now you're a grandpa and and i shared the word you know how i started the word of the day because when jelani told me that it hit it hit a, a nerve for me where my eyes naturally watered and i told her hey let's pray and ask god that you live a long life and i could walk you down the aisle and then someday share the experience that you have right now uh with with lily having her first child so i pray that i could witness that with jaylani and be able to feel what you feel today you will i I know it's a beautiful experience you will man um so you we've we've talked quite a bit you shared a good amount about you know how you ended up in chicago and you know being raised in puerto rico you decided you wanted something where you could have the opportunity to prosper and I truly believe you have. You have done that. You know, you've come out here. You, you've created some great memories, I think, you know, along with, you know, with anything in life. We're going to have the good and the bad. And you faced a lot, but you continue to, to strive. And um, I, I love what I've been able to witness as a young kid and to now uh, an adult of what experience I've encountered with you because you've shared a lot growing up, you know. You've always been someone, a vision, I see you as a visionary. You see opportunities and, and you give it all a try, whether it fails or not, you've given it that, that, that try. And I think that many people should see it from that point of view and also consider doing that. Don't be afraid to take that chance at something because we never know. You know, we, we're, you know, United States of America is a place of a land of opportunity. So why not take advantage of that freedom that we have and go after the opportunities that are here? And, you know, I love it. And I think that uh, you've done quite a bit and, and you, you, you've had a lot of success that I've seen. And I know that you will continue to do so. And I know you will prosper even more. Any last uh, maybe tips or lesson that, that you want to share with anyone? You've shared a good amount already, but 
I always like to ask before we end it. You know, uh, Jason, um, it's like you said, man, the United States is the land of uh, milk and honey, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I have been up, I have been down, you know? And in, in life, one of the things that, that I learned that if I could do it all over again, you know, like, like if I could do things all over again, which, which I'm, I'm not, I'm still doing it. I'm still working on it. And I'm still fixing myself. Every day you got to correct yourself. Every day you got to do things a little better than okay. yesterday. You know, like, like I think that one of the things that people don't do is that they, they seclude themselves and keep themselves from learning. And not everybody, it's a million dollar man, you know. Um, some people are family people. They have a job. They retire from their job. And that's what they're looking for. They go to work every day and they're happy with their, with their job, you know. Uh, I think that finding your, 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 your place in life is important, you know. Uh, I think that a person... One of the things that, that I learned, I feel more comfortable today with myself because I have spiritually fixed myself. You know, I have learned a great deal uh, of, of correcting myself, you know. Um, like my father used to say, you know, you got to make your repentance, you know. Like that was Poppy's uh, favorite phrase, you know, before you go to bed, make your peace with God. Okay. Uh, Powerful. I... I always do that. I always do that, and I live in peace with God. I think that's one of the things that that, that have uh, changed my way of thinking. You know, I uh, it's like I was telling you earlier. You know, now I know that me and God are one. You know, yeah. And and that that's something that it it helps me through the day. You know, I have a smile. My mom, you know, yeah. my mom always said, you know, pa malos tiempo buena cara. You know, yeah. and and I always have a smile every day, and that's how I overcome every day that comes my way. I I have my faith in God, I trust in God. You know, I trust that, that He's He's with me, He's within me. You know, and 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 that's my faith. I take that everywhere I go. You know, and and, and I know that that's gonna be um, my future. It was my past. And it will be always, you know, yeah. in my future. So I live with that, you Amen. know. So. I love that. I appreciate it. I appreciate you making the time to, uh, you know, do this podcast so that way we can have listeners out there hear your story and also learn from it because you shared a great amount of uh, tips and, and experiences that you encountered coming to Chicago, not knowing, knowing the language, but then learning it and how you took certain steps to the progress in your life and uh, you share, you know, the memories that you have with your children and and, uh, and what things to go and what, you know, faith, you're right on. So I, I definitely took away a lot of great value from our conversation and I hope those that are listening would agree as well. Um, I, I think this is it. This is the ending of our show. So thank you again for everything that you do and for always being there for, for me, for the family, always sharing all your wisdom and, and also sharing opportunities you encounter and, and looking for things from the heart because I, I believe that uh, 
you never looked at anything for greed or selfishness just for you it's always this is what i could do for me and for the alisea so i think that's that's special yeah. awesome cool well thank you love you brother thank you all right thank, thank you, you everyone make sure to you know share this with anyone else out there um if you're not following me on my youtube don't let me identity youtube please subscribe and um, share any feedback all right everyone take care now and god bless